Welcome back to the Keeping It Real with KC podcast. I, of course, am your host, KC Phoenix. And yeah, so we have some catching up to do. (laughs) I haven't uploaded in a few days. For those who have followed my podcast regularly, you know that I upload consistently, usually every, almost every day of the week, like at least six days of the week, give or take. And you know about the fire that happened. Now, for my podcast listeners, I haven't uploaded the episode that I uploaded to YouTube. My YouTube viewers and listeners got to see and hear that episode because of the internet issues that had happened. For whatever reason, I couldn't upload on my podcast with the video. So my podcast listeners, you're you caught, you're catching that today. If you haven't caught it today, then go back and watch it. But I'm uploading it today. And this episode will follow that episode. So, so it's going to look like they were back to back. But really, it wasn't. That episode is almost like five days old now. Um, finally got the internet back up. The cable company came out on Wednesday. And... They pretty much, he looked around and he was like, yeah, they disconnected the wire. And by they, he's talking about the firemen. (laughs) So the the cable line. So uh, I was explaining what was going on and everything else. And he's like, I'm glad you told me because I was just planning on running another one right there. But he's like, it would just be better for you if I put the coax cable outlet in a different spot because when they get ready to do the repair, which mind you, no repairs have been done yet. I'll go into that in a second. (laughs) He was like, if I do something here, they may have to disconnect it again and then it's going to affect your internet again. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. So he moved it down like, how far is that? I'm I'm looking at it right now. Probably like one, two, maybe like four feet, give or take, away from where the hole in the wall is at, is what he did. Because right now, as you can see from the previous video, the the coax cable outlet, the original one, is right by where the hole is at. But the fire was not caused because of that. The fire was caused because of something else on the outside. So he went ahead, did his thing, was running the wires and da 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 And then there was this long wire around the property. And he's like, somebody's going to come and dig a hole and bury the wire and do this and do that. He's like, if they don't come out in seven business days, be sure to call because the thing will be sitting out for like months. And I was like, okay, cool. The guy came out and by the guy, the, the line barrier, he came out yesterday, which was... um Thursday. So yeah, it it was like he took care of it and started burying the line and doing other stuff. He disconnected it briefly because he was doing whatever he was doing, but that's taken care of now. So that's out the way back online. Uh, 
few things to unpack here. Also, before I go any further, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. Now, um, the goal is to do the tarot card readings for September. Because we're in the middle, because usually I start the middle of the month for the next month. And that's for the general. Because I usually do the general, the love, and the money. So for the general readings for September, my goal is to start those this weekend. I have a lot of plates in the air right now, but that is the goal, to start those this weekend. Um, that September is considered Virgo season. So Virgos, you will get an additional bonus birthday reading. You will get a bonus birthday reading for the general when I do it this weekend. And then next weekend for the love, you'll get a bonus reading. And then the following weekend after that, you will get a bonus for the money reading as well. Okay. So goal is to start the tarot readings this weekend for all of the signs for September. As for what's been happening and transpiring, yes, the hole is still there. I spoke to my attorney, or one of my attorneys, and he was like, because I was telling him what was going on, and I'm like, okay, um, so when are they going to fix this? Because the company, the property management company that I deal with, they can't fix the inside until the outside is fixed. And it's like, okay, after all of this happened, I went to the HOA office on, and somebody starting up their truck. Usually they start earlier than that, but whatever. So I went to the HOA office on Tuesday, I think it was. It was either on Monday or Tuesday. And I was telling them like, hey, you know, I was the one where there was the fire in the, you know, in the apartment, in the unit, whatever, whatever. And we were talking and I was like, um, my the property management company said they can't start their work until the outside is repaired. Because again, there's a hole through the entire wall, as you can see in the previous video fire at my place. So um, how does that work? And she's like, oh, um, send me the... The stuff da 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 in regards to what the fire inspector said, I was like, yeah, I was like, um, it was something that happened outside, and she's like, well, that's not what I was told. I was like, well, what were you told? She said I was told that somebody fell asleep with a cigarette inside the unit. I was like, wait, what? She was like, yeah. I was like, no. I was like, that's impossible. I don't smoke. And mind you, when I was talking to the inspectors, all of this was on camera because they were wearing body cams. And I feel, and then I asked her who told her and she said, oh, the inspector or something like that, which clearly she was lying. There's no way that Dallas fire department's going to be like, oh, yeah, we were just over at such and such place, and this happened because of someone um, falling asleep with a cigarette in their hand. Like, 
they're not going to do that. The inspection report wouldn't even be ready by by that time frame. So I already knew that she was lying, which didn't sit well with me because I can't stand liars. But whatever. And I explained to her, I said, that's impossible because I don't smoke. And she said, well, mention that in your email to me when I sent the pictures. And then I sent the pictures to her. And I also said, you can tell by the pictures that the fire started from the outside, not from the inside. Because if I fell asleep smoking a cigarette, then in that caused the fire, that would be inside. When the firemen came in, after I had you know called them, I was telling them, I smell smoke, I don't know where it's coming from. And then I told them I looked at the bottom of my floor and smoke was coming in from the bottom of the floor, but I don't know where it's coming from. And then they're like, wow. So they went ahead and got this thermal um, machine. I forgot what it is, a thermal something that they called it. So they could figure out, okay, is something up in the walls? In the walls, not outside the walls. Because if there was, if something was caused by a cigarette inside the unit, it would be obvious. It's like, oh, here's the fire. Let's put it out. This wasn't obvious. They wouldn't have needed the thermal thing because they would have known wh- exactly where it's coming from if it happened inside the unit. That's why they had to put a hole in my freaking wall to, you know, do what they do. Whatever. But I know that it was more than likely a tenant who thought they knew what was going on and they didn't know what was going on. They relayed that information to the, let me correct that. They relayed that incorrect information to the HOA. And then the HOA is like, well, this is what I was told. Okay, fine. Let the drama roll in. And now we're waiting on the inspection report. And that's what my attorney was like. He's like, yeah, for the inspection report, it can take a minute. And then the insurance companies have to figure out what's what because you're dealing with two insurance companies, da, 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 and everything else. Sometimes I agree with attorneys. Sometimes I don't. Anytime an attorney tells me something, first of all, I've dealt with law. For those who know, I was planning on becoming one. But stuff happened that, you know, long story. But I've taken law classes. I've dealt with family law. I've dealt with torts. I've dealt with um, business law and all types of other stuff. So that's whatever. If an attorney tells me something, I look at it like a doctor. That's just their opinion. Because there may be another attorney that has a totally different opinion on how they view it from a legal point of view. It's almost like when you think about the Supreme Court. When a case is brought before the Supreme Court, you have some justices who are like, this is what we're interpreting this as. And then you have other justices who are like, well, this is what we're interpreting this as. They're both judges. They're both um, qualified in the law, they both they all have law degrees. Even though technically you don't have to be a lawyer to be on the Supreme Court, but these are minor details. But um, the thing is, is that they they know how the law works. It's just people interpret the law differently. So when I hear an opinion from a lawyer, that's all it is to me is an opinion. 
for what the lawyer was telling me. Some things I agree with what he was saying. Some things I did not agree with what he was saying. That's why I did, you know, I started doing my own research. That's another story for another day. All of that stuff is getting worked out. It is what's happening. But I've dealt with this whole thing that's going on. And also I'm dealing with some other stuff too. I'll make that known when it's time to make that known. I can tell you a lot more good than bad is happening. And that's what I'm focusing on. It's almost like, how do they say it? When something is about to break through, they say, well, one thing they always say is darkest before the dawn. But another thing they say is when something is, when you're about to have a major breakthrough, that's when most of the stuff is thrown at you. Like a whole bunch of things come at you all at once. Because mind you, um, my my parents, I, I told you they got sick at the same time. And my parents are up in age. So, which I knew they would be okay because something told me they would be okay, my intuition. Because I tell you when I hear things, oh, let me tell you what happened, by the way. Remember in one of my economy readings, I was doing it. I think it was my very first reading on the economy. And I was telling you about the depression that's going to happen. And during that reading, I said, something said to me, I think it was 16 months or 15 months or whatever. Back at that time. How about Elon Musk? (laughs) My fellow Cancerian. He just said recently, probably about a week or two ago, he thinks that it's going to be about 14 months. <laughs> so, yeah. So me and Elon, we're on the same wavelength. Cancers unite. We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> Elon Musk is hilarious. I love him. He's funny. But anyways, I just thought that was interesting. But uh, like a voice that said during that reading, it's going to be like 16 months because Everyone was saying, oh, well, if it's depression, it's going to take decades and decades and decades to get out of. And I'm like, that's not what I'm hearing. I heard 16 months or something. So, yeah, it was nice to know that Elon and I are on the same wavelength. But going back to my parents, when the whole thing was going down when they first got sick, I heard five to seven days. And I was like, oh, okay. Cool. You know, please watch over them. Send, you know, send in the spirit team to do what they do. But I heard five to seven days. And I spoke to my mother um, day before yesterday. And she's feeling better. She's like, my dad's already went back to work. <laughs> and, you know, that's that. And, and they're continuing to get better. I, I'm trying to think. What else? Just... With some other things that have been going on, I've been doing my best not to let petty things get to me. I've been doing my best not to go shadow. (laughs) That's what I've been doing. It's like every time I keep drifting over to the shadow side, 
I keep getting pulled back. And it was crazy because before the fire happened, also have to tell you about this. I did an interview, a conversations with KC, but it won't get uploaded because there were so many technical difficulties. It was with a doctor of metaphysics and he deals with numerology and stuff like that. And he was telling me, I sent him my birthday, I sent him my name and he went by the KC Phoenix name, which is amazing because the KC Phoenix name pretty much means the same thing, numerology numerologically I think that's how you say it numerologically (laughs) that my regular name means go figure (laughs) talk about choosing your name because that was another thing he had talked about during the interview is that we choose our names before we're born which also that is what I was told by um, a Reiki master Many, many decades, well, not many decades ago, but some decades ago, she was like, you choose your name. And it's amazing that the numerology involved with the KC Phoenix name is similar to the numerology involved with my name, you know, my regular name. Kind of threw me for a loop. Also, he has said that based off of the numerology that I am an old soul. And I told him that was funny because one of my conversations with Casey episodes, which that one you can listen to and watch with Maria Hill, if you're listening to the podcast, so you don't have to scroll through all of these episodes, you can go to the YouTube channel, click on the playlist of the Keeping It Real with Casey podcast, and then go to Conversations with Casey. And then in that playlist, you'll see the um, conversation with Maria Hill. That's the one that I'm talking about. And she was telling me that I'm an old soul, but hers wasn't based off of numerology. She's a Reiki master and an intuitive and everything else. So, and that was an amazing interview. I loved that interview. And by the way, well, I'm going to keep that a secret. (laughs) I was about to say something. Let's wait and see what happens. Just like I kept that other one with the doctor a secret, because... I didn't want to say, oh, I'm doing the interview this weekend and I'm going to get it up and da, 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 da. But see, all those technical difficulties, the interview didn't even happen. It happened, but it didn't happen. You know what I mean? So, yeah, back to this. So he was saying that I was old soul. One thing that he was saying, he mentioned leadership, but also he was talking about service and he was talking about past karma that I had dealt with in previous lives, which is why I get these situations where it's sort of to teach me humility (laughs) and stuff. And he's like, it's it's to teach me to turn the other cheek. (laughs) And I was just like, (laughs) wait a minute. (laughs) That that, there's but so much we can turn the other cheek. Eventually, we're going to have to go Scarlet Witch, you know, (laughs) but he's like, but that's what's going on that that was his analysis of it. I agreed with some of it again, not all of it, because, again, it's an opinion is how I look at it. I go by my intuition when I do readings and when I deal with people, my gut and This is not me claiming to be a saint. I am far from. This is just me keeping it a hundred. A soul is pure or it is not. That is how I look at it. 
Do people do messed up things? Of course they do. You're bound to flesh. You're, if you are bound to flesh, you are going to do things that are not... What's the word I'm looking for? I need a word. That's... I don't want to use that. I need I need another way to phrase it. Okay, thank you. The things that people put on pedestals when it comes to moral high ground, when it comes to doing the right thing, when it comes to walking down the right path, those things. When you are bound to flesh, it is almost unavoidable for you to stumble. It's unavoidable. You're going to stumble off the path. There's no way you can just walk the straight and narrow while you're bound to flesh. All right. However, comma, at the heart of it, which is your soul, I feel it is pure or it is not pure. That is what I'm saying. I believe that I have a pure soul. I don't have it in me to... I don't see that. Maybe something happened in my previous lives where, okay, I really stumbled off the path. But based off of this, I just don't feel like it was there. I just don't. Because I think of, okay, well, how would I treat someone? What would I do? I I just don't feel that. Now, this shell, this timeline, this life that I'm in now could be a result of unwinding something that I did or the things that I did in a previous life that I was really in the shadow side of things versus being in the light of things. And now this is the finished product or almost finished product because I feel like I'm going to be back here again. But this is it's getting closer to the finished product where it's like, okay, all of this is being unwound. They're finally getting it now, especially in this lifetime. Who knows? But I just, yeah, just sitting back and being like, thank you, may I have another? There, there always has to be warriors. Everyone can't be pacifist. That's just the thing. It, it, it's impossible. There always has to be warriors. I remember, and I feel like I talked about that. If I don't, maybe I need to do that as a daily thought. Because when Zena and Gabrielle, I don't, if, for those of you, Zena Warrior Prince is one of the best TV series ever. But it was this thing of Zena was struggling with being a warrior, where she started to become more peace like. And then she started to see 
Well, if she wasn't the warrior princess, then all of the good that she had done as the warrior princess, if she was more of a pacifist, it it wouldn't have happened. Certain things wouldn't have happened. Things would have been went a totally different direction. Someone has to be the warrior. Not everyone can be the pacifist. And then that becomes the question, okay, if someone has to be the warrior, then who is it going to be? And how are they selected? And what are their rules of engagement in this thing we call life? Where where do they draw the line at to protect? Because again, with a shepherd and his sheep, the shepherd's job is to protect the sheep. If a wolf came to attack the sheep, what is the shepherd supposed to do? Just be like, okay, Mr. Wolf, I I know that you're hungry and I know that you're trying to destroy the flock, but is there any way we can negotiate? Is there any way we can do this or do that? I mean, a wolf is being a wolf. So it's, It's those questions in life that I have sometimes where it's like, okay, if everybody was peaceful, then what about the people who going back to the pureness of souls and the souls that are not pure, there are souls out here on this planet that are not pure. All they want to do is destroy things. All they want to do is cause chaos. So when those types of souls come to devour other pure souls. If there aren't any warriors among the pure souls and they're just all pacifists, do they just all get devoured? Do all the sheep get eaten? I mean, I'm I'm just asking this as a question. Let me know in the comments. I'm just talking right now. Mm. So, yeah, I just think about things like that. Because it's like, okay, you don't want to fall into the shadow side. But then at the same time, you have to use the shadow side to protect yourself. And it's like, okay, well, if you don't use it, then is someone coming to protect you? Is someone coming to save you? What if no one's coming to save you? It's these little things in life that I think about. Because even when I go to my shadow side, dealing with certain situations or dealing with people, I still pull my punches at times. Because, yeah. So I, who knows? Who knows? But... You know, I I do my best to look at things glass half full. I do my best to laugh about situations. And I keep going. Is what I do. That's all I can do is keep going. And that's all I can tell all of you to do. Anybody listening to my podcast, anybody watching my YouTube channel. No matter how frustrated you get. Because I hear stories of people where they're just like, oh, I'm not going to keep going. And by not continuing to move forward, you know what I mean. 
I'm telling you, don't give up. Don't stop because things change in an instant. I'm telling you, things, I have seen it happen where it's like, oh my goodness, how how is this going to get fixed? Or, oh my goodness, how is a way going to be made when there's no way at all? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's just like, wow. And had that person just decided to stop and end it, they wouldn't have seen what was on the other side. And I've said this before because I heard it, and I keep on forgetting what show I heard that off of. You can't have rainbows without the rain. So, yeah, the rain's falling in certain things, but also I have some rainbows around me too. But I really feel there's a big rainbow that is being manifested throughout all of this rain that has been happening. Like I said, I have small rainbows around me and I'm thankful for those small rainbows. Just like I have my um, internet, my broadband back up. Again, I still have food. I still have shelter. You know, I, I can still go places, do things. I passed my safety inspection, which I better because my car is new. <laughs> but, you know, I got that out the way yesterday because I was like, okay, also, um, my cholesterol is down and hopefully it'll stay down. Knock on wood. <laughs> you know, working on the blood pressure because, again, been dealing with some rain and, and it can, you know, elevate me sometimes. But it's, it's just like I'm thankful for the small things. But I know there's a big thing. There's a big thing. This happening, a big rainbow that's manifesting. I just, I do get caught up sometimes. Like, do I just want to press the chaos button <laughs> or not? Because, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'll, I'll defend myself in battle, but defending yourself in battle. And going scorched earth are two different things. <laughs> and it's like, sometimes it's like, you know what? I think I just want to hit the chaos button. <laughs> and then we're really going to see where things go. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's, that's the whole thing. I think of Daenerys because it's like on Game of Thrones. If she had just went to King's Landing, my mother and I talked about this. If she had just went to King's Landing at the very beginning, she would still have one of her dragons. Miss Sunday would still be alive. <laughs> and, and, and so many other things. But because she was attempting to walk this path of not hitting the chaos button... <laughs> And being peaceful and working things out and doing this and doing that. You know, she lost one of her dragons. Now, the other one she was going to lose regardless because the Night King killed it. So, it is what it is on that. But the other one that was um, taken out by um, the Greyjoy guy. 
by him, that could have been avoided if she would have just went ahead and hit King's Landing. And the Sunday would have never been captured, too. So, yeah. And it was almost with the House of Tyrell, old lady Tyrell, where she was telling Daenerys. She's like, yeah, Tyrion Lannister, he's clever, and I've dealt with a lot of clever men. But she said, I've outlasted them all. She said, you're a dragon, be a dragon. Had she done that, story would have been shorter, but ended differently. <laughs> you know, all good. So the, these are the questions that I know that not only I struggle with, and I can't even believe that I'm at 32 minutes right now. But these aren't just the questions that I think about. I'm, I'm sure other people think about these questions too, where they're like, should I hit the chaos button? Should I go scorched earth? <laughs> and then just, you know, in a legal way, <laughs> don't do anything of the illegal way, you know. And that's the thing, too. Some people feel like they have to do stuff outside of the law to... Go scorched earth. There are many things within the law that people can do throughout their life dealing with situations that will re that will get you the result you're looking for and then some. You'd be surprised. The law can be a sword or a shield. Always remember that. And it's a sword that cuts both ways. Remember that too. So yeah. I. I just contemplate about these things from time to time. I really do. But I can understand people's frustration. When they feel like they're doing everything right. When they feel like they're walking the path of the straight and narrow, quote unquote, and doing what others consider taking the high road. And yet, while they're taking the high road, while they're walking that straight and narrow path as best they can, they're constantly being attacked. But the thing is, is that the reason you're constantly being attacked is because people want to bring you down to their level. They want you to sometimes suffer because they're suffering for whatever reason. And they don't know how to fix their pain. They don't know how to alleviate the suffering. They don't know how to transform the energy for into a benefit for them. Therefore, instead of being miserable alone, they feel that misery loves company. Or they feel that, well... This person is doing their best to walk the straight and narrow. They have their nose in the air. They're on their high horse. 
Let me drag them down and show them I'm higher than them. People can be in that energy. And yeah, sometimes you have to turn the other cheek and be like, you know what? You're hurting. It is what it is. And then other times, your finger gets closer to that chaos button. So, yeah, it's life and we're all dealing with it. We're all dealing with stuff. I read stories every day. I hear stories every day. Everyone, so many timelines. And that's why I'm, I'm funny about tapping into this energy. Because there's a lot more that I could do to tap into the energy of the universe. But honestly, I do it mostly on a surface level. Because I already feel a lot of things. And it's, it's almost like I don't want to get overloaded with all of these timelines, with all of these things. So I, I deal mostly with surface level stuff. But there's a lot of timelines out there where people are dealing with stuff that you can't even imagine. You, you wouldn't even want to imagine what some people are dealing with. And kudos to those people who, regardless of what they're dealing with, they're still going. They're still here. They're not stopping. They're making a way. So, yeah. Shout out to those people. Anyways, this turned into sort of a therapy sesh. I think I'm going to title this. I was, it was Here Comes the Drama Again, but I'm going to add therapy sesh to it. That's for my longtime listeners. You know if I add therapy sesh, that, that means it's me talking things out. And that's mostly what this was. I was just, you know, talking things out. So, expect the um, readings this weekend. What time is it? Because, yeah, I have to get ready. Um, expect the... September readings this weekend, hopefully, for all of the signs, for the general readings. And then we'll be good to go on that. I may have some other stuff going on, too. Anyways, I need to get going. KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. Until next time, be blessed.